On this episode of the Applegate Experience, I throw out there some pretty decent retro audio picks from the Howard Stern Show from 1987 area up to maybe 89, 88, something like that. So grab life by the horns, guys. This is vintage stuff. Give it a break. Enjoy it. I'm going to let it go. And uh, subscribe, will you? Hang in there. It'll get better. And welcome to my special. What happens to the children who leave the room during the Geraldo special? The sound you're hearing, man, in the background is so disturbing and so totally sick. And yet few of you can identify it. So listen. No, it's not the sound of Patty Hearst being sodomized by a young, virile General Sink. It's not the sound of a young Chicano being impaled by the nightstick of a lusty prison guard. It is the horrifying, nauseating, yet somehow hypnotic sound of boy Gary sucking and licking his smelly gums and choppers. <laughs> Shocking. Where do I pick it up? Well, second it's page. Okay. Geraldo, with his only guest, his ego. He's off, Buster. Up on your monitors, Mr. and Mrs. Hold McCrotch. Uh, yes, hello, Geraldo. What happened to your child during the last Geraldo Satan special? And don't leave out one shocking detail. Well, Geraldo, when you did your warning, our child left the room. Yes. And he... he... Yes, stop, stop crying. Continue. Well, Geraldo, what my wife is trying to say is our son left the room... And unattended, he had a chainsaw accident in a garage. <laughs> enough! Enough! The sound you're about to hear is a young seven-year-old boy chainsawing himself to death. A horrible, horrible tragedy. I hold in my hand the heart of that seven-year-old boy. <laughs> oh, God. And now, for the first time on live television, I'll drop that heart onto the floor. Quiet. Oh, God. Sick show. The way I see it, man, little seven-year-old Joey is dead. He lost his heart because his number was up. But when Joey's number was up, my number shot up. Shockingly. I have a 20-share. Little Joey, another statistic. For pure ratings gold, Buster. Geraldo. Tune in to Geraldo's next special. Is Geraldo a legitimate newsman or just Ted Baxter with a Jerry Colonna mustache? He's off, man. 
If you would like a transcript of this program, then call your psychiatrist. Get off my cloud, man. <laughs> Get yeah. off my cloud, man. Yeah, that's why he was having Hold a good... Up. Watch his story. Hi, this is Leveraggi with the unlubricated version, the real version of my story from beginning to the bitter end. Oh. Many people would be surprised to know, as a young boy, my first love was the flute. The problem was, I kept putting the flute in my tuchus. Then there was the tuba. And between the lessons and the KY, Mama was going broke. Oh, God. Oh, God. In fact, I always hated the piano, but it was the only instrument I couldn't insert in my buttocks, trying as I might. Mother made me play that piano. Mother, is Leverati my first name or my last name? I never wanted you to know your real name, son. Well, tell me, Mother, what is my real name then? Steve? Uh, Bill? Uh, Mike? Oh, it's... it's Crandall Krauss. Crandall Krauss? No wonder I'm sexually confused. Oh, my son! Look, Mother, all I ever wanted in life was to play the piano and have a man whose butt looked like a busted bale of cotton. Oh, play, son! Play! Practice, my son! Practice! Oh. And play I did. And I became a very rich man. Of course, I would have become rich much sooner if I'd had a toll gate in front of my buttocks. Anyway, every guy wanted to be my friend at all the fancy parties. Oh, this is Liberace. Thank you, thank you. Where do you come from? Oh, we don't mind. Oh, Liberace. What kind of name is that? Barace. Oh, Barace. Well, that's it. Italian. What's it mean? Sweet butt to eat. Oh, okay. Everybody, enough of this small talk. Mm. Everyone, let's play deckhands. Ooh, what's that? Yeah. See, that's where we all dress up like German tourists. Ooh. All blonde and rosy and look for Nurse Ida. Ooh. My music was better than ever. But my reputation was beginning to suffer, all because my fans were suspicious. I needed to date a woman. My first movie date was an utter failure. After five minutes, I couldn't resist biting the usher on his behind. Please, Lee, please. You're ignoring me. I want you. Uh, I don't know. Do you want me to take off my bra? Panties? Uh, it's not necessary. What can I do to send you? Send your brother. I give up. I let you do everything on this date. I even let you choose this lousy movie. Well, excuse me. I thought you'd enjoy this feature. Naked gladiators, widespread, hung and willing. Siskel and Hegberg gave it three thumbs in. <laughs> oh, I'm getting out of here. Oh, well, so there it is. My life. Filled with furs, expensive cars, and jewels. All stuffed into my derriere. 
I used to use my derriere as a footlocker. Well, they said I had an infectious smile, but little did they know. Never say goodbye, say ciao. Ah, yes. Come on, everybody. long-distance dedication going out to Tex Watson from Squeaky From. A couple of years ago, there was a bunch of fun-loving people living in the desert. One of them was Charles Manson. And to this very day, Charles Manson is still in touch with Squeaky From and Tex Watson. You know, Tex still wonders this day, because he was on so much acid, he still asks the question, did I really carve Sharon Tate's unborn fetus like a bar of soap? But he doesn't know the answer because he wasn't thinking clearly that night. The only one who can answer it is a man in prison named Charles Manson. And Charlie's not talking. So Charlie, here's a long distance dedication with your song, People Say I'm No Good. An American Top 40 countdown. People say I'm no good. Charles Manson. People say I'm no good. But they never, never do they say. That's Charlie Manson's People Say I'm No Good on American Top 40. When we get back, the story of a young boy whose father beat his head like a bongo. <laughs> and also a musical trivia contest coming up right after these words on American Top 40. And now it's time for our musical question. People ask me, Crazy Kasem, is music important? Well, I say, do Jews control the media? <laughs> do blacks have lips like inner tubes? Do Greeks take a train in the tuchus? Yes, music is everything. Mainly big bucks for yours truly. I'm Crazy Queso, and there's... No, 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 come on. You set a baby in the cradle, and you go... He's just no more, he's no more younger or older than I am. What are you looking at? Nothing. Don't you look at me, Oh, oh look at that. Oh, what are these? Oh. Don't say please, dead. Oh, baby, oh baby, was too soon. Oh, what's the matter? Oh, oh, I'm back. Oh, what's the matter? Just a little red. That's all. Oh, can let me feel. Oh, come here. Yeah. Good morning, Howard. This is Captain Jenks from the 36th Field Artillery in the Federal Republic of Germany. And uh, I have a problem, and uh, maybe you can help me with it. <laughs> so, like the, uh, this is, you know what this reminds me of? The old Alan Burke show? Yeah, where you get these wackies going. Like you'd hit the guy with the metal antennas come on and, and say he was from Mars? Yeah. Uh, I used to send my pictures to dear old Captain Noah when I was a child. I get letters like from guys like this. And I've noticed that I found out he'd only done that for ratings. Mm -hmm. It's very bothersome. Right. So what are you saying, exactly? I don't know, Howard. I, obviously, nothing much. <laughs> you felt you had something here. <laughs> You're saying you sent your pictures to Captain Noah? Yes, send my pictures to dear old Captain Noah. Do you, you remember Captain Noah, Howard? 
Are you a performance artist, sir, or is you know, is this for real? I'm just a bum. A bum? This is Captain Jack from the 36th Field Artillery in the Federal Republic of Germany. <laughs> is there a Captain Noah Howard? Was that somebody? No, not that I know. Oh, okay. I know Noah from Noah's Ark, but... Uh, but not Captain Noah. No. I think we're supposed to be laughing by now, Robin. Oh, but, uh, oh. <laughs> I'm not sure if this guy's a good guy. Hey, Are you having a mental breakdown? or? Uh, is your last name Talent? Noah Talent? <laughs> <laughs> what does a fat woman and a moped have in common, Howard? Something tells me I'm going to be bleeping you off in two seconds. <laughs> They're both fun to ride until your friends see you on them. <laughs> That's true. That is true. That is true. Like Bar, it's true about those mopeds. <laughs> I wouldn't be caught dead on a moped. Except if I was like in some Jamaican country or something, you know, where they drive around. Right, and it's yeah. a little cute pleasure trip and right. you're just wheeling around the island. But those mopeds. But I always hear people in the islands almost kill themselves on those little scooters. Well, those are their motorcycles. Yeah. So they have to kill themselves. <laughs> so Captain Noah. No, Captain, Captain Jack. Jake. Oh, Jake? Captain Jank. Jank? Jank. Yes, Jank. Of the... 36th Field Artillery in the Federal Republic of Germany. Oh. <laughs> so were you ever institutionalized? No, I'm, I'm a battery commander. A what? A, a bat battery commander. <laughs> a battery commander, Robin. That's what military. Does the man the military. To do? <laughs> He's a military man. Make yeah. this radio work. With my first sergeant, first sergeant Sterling. All right, first sergeant Sterling. Well, I've got my first sergeant Fred Norris signaling me that it's time for a commercial. There, uh, Captain Jank. Jank. Okay. Jank. Thank you very much. All right, man. Good day. Good day. Good day. Call again. Oh Feel free to call any time. <laughs> Captain Jank Robin. Yes, we'll be looking for him. Of the German Army. 36th Battalion. Yep. You know, it's always good to hear from the military, no matter what country they go. Hold it, boy. Just what are you doing in these woods? Nothing. I shoot dress. Let me get through my line. I took a little dramatic pause. A little dramatic pause. All right. I shoot trespassers. You a revenue trying to bust my still? Hell no. I'm not no revenueer. Then you with the police? No, I'm not a cop. No, 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 no. I'm just here to paddle my canoe down this river. Close enough, then, boy. I want you to pull down them britches, squeal like a pig. Come on, come on. Britches. I know I'm in trouble. Anybody says britches. I don't want to squeal like no pig. I'm no uh, rum frangler. Uh, did, <laughs> then, then sing like Liza Minnelli. It's the same thing to me. Come on, come on. Come on. Hey, look, man, if it helps you out here, I'm sorry I was trespassing, but I'm not no, singing like Liza Minnelli. No, too late for apologies. Now slap down them BBDs. Come no, I'm on. not that kind of boy. I ain't going to sing like Liza Minnelli. Enough of this crap, boy. Pull down them 501s. Make like Liza Minnelli. I want to oh. hear it, John. <laughs> man. What? Come on. What good is sitting alone in your room? Sing it louder, more vibrato like she does, you know, come on. <laughs> come hear the music play. Sing it louder and get that microphone I close like to your mouth. Is a cabaret, Can you feel that pistonic oh, power? Oh, 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 come to the cabaret. Oh, God, that was great. Oh, I love show tunes. Oh, my God. Beautiful. Beautiful. How'd that feel for you, Mr. Betty? You love that, right? You love that, don't you? You're on the air.
I'm not digging the way these phones are sounding lately. What's the problem? Uh, I'm hearing like a... And you better lower your radio, because you're about this short of getting hung up on... You know, you, I, you got it. I didn't, didn't expect to get... Uh, humming, humming, humming. Picked up. What's up? Listen, I'm tired of defending you lately. Okay. Tired of defending you lately. I've been, I've been a, an avid listener now for years. And it's all I get is uh, people saying that Howard's been toning down. Howard's toning down. He's giving in to the FCC. Shut up, you jackass. <laughs> it's the truth. You're just an imbecile. When was the, listen, man, when was the last time I heard the word, you know the word I'm talking about. What word? Dick. I say it all the time. No, you don't. You don't use it anymore. I haven't heard the homo room. I haven't heard anything lately. So all I hear is commercials. Get lost. It's You're a truth. homo. Get out of here. It's only commercials. That's only because you and your idiot friends have that perception that I would buckle to the FCC. No, not at all. No one here in management has ever said to me to change what I do, and I've never changed it. I understand it's that. Just your it's just in your weak... Okay? Hey, schmuck face. <laughs> it's in your weak face. mind. In your weak mind, you're thinking what you would do. You would buckle under. But I'm not going to get on the air and say dick now 900 million no, times just to satisfy you and your penis head friends. Okay, there. There's another word I could use. <laughs> okay, I mean, what do you want me to do? List every word? Go through the, the litany of words? You can admit that you've toned it down. You won't lose listeners that way. What a jerk you are. Why should I admit that? Because, because you, with head. your stupid friends, think that I would buckle under? That's what you would do, sir, because you're scared. You never took any risks in your life. No I real risks. Many risks. You took no risks, sir. Many risks. You took no risks. What do you do for a living? What do I do for a living? Yeah, I what work do you, on Wall Street. You work on Wall Street? I take a risk every day. Yeah, what is the risk of doing that? What is the risk? What is the risk of taking a... Risk. What, you mean working on Wall Street? You don't, you're not a high roller. You're not the guy sitting there and rolling big amounts of money, of your own money, and risking it on the stock market. You way. sit there and you take orders. How do you know what I do? Because you're a big fat schmuck is what you are, and your sister sniffs underwear. Howard, <laughs> <laughs> Howard, I don't know what to say. I really I mean, get don't. your sister down here because I want to I uh, have my way with her. <laughs> I All think right? you'd admit it, but I'm shocked that you haven't. You're an idiot. You've, You've done up. nothing. You've done nothing. I drive to work every day with three people, okay? Yeah, three people, three experts. And they won't... What do they do? For what risks they do they take? Won't... Three won't media, uh, three media mavens. No, they're not media mavens. The only risk you ever took was dodging Dolly Sinatra's coat hanger 35 years ago. <laughs> when your, mo when your mother was spread out on uh, Dolly Sinatra's uh, abortion table. I'm, I'm shocked. I'm shocked. No, I'm shocked. I'm shocked. That well, you're shocked. You see, I'm still the king of shock radio. I shocked you. <laughs> see, and they said they couldn't shock you. You're an outrage, sir. You're an outrage. Your mother's an outrage. The head with the coat hanger is an outrage. Go ahead. You're a, you're a smelly moron. Keep, keep, keep going. I hate you. With these boring things that you're telling me. Go ahead. Hmm. Hi, Brenda. How you oh, now I'm boring, right? And I've changed my whole accents to the FCC. If you think $35,000 a year lawyers are going to force me to change anything, you got nothing coming, buddy. No, I'm not saying... You haven't heard the Homo Room because I burnt down on the Homo Room way before the FCC got on my ass. I think you stood your ground pretty You're a okay. jackass, you and you don't know a thing in the world. You sit there in your boring job every day. You've toned down. Your father drinks douche. <laughs> Here, is that toned down enough for you? <laughs> That's what your father's a douche eater, okay? Oh, All right, eat me. Oh. Oh. 
getting better. Eat me, eat me, eat me. And another thing, I have one more beef with you, okay? That's all I hear is commercials. I turn on, I hear commercials. Yes, sir, that's called making money, okay? Nothing's for free in this life, you imbecile. There is a limit. All right, so turn off and go listen to another station. Do me a please, go listen to another station if you don't like it. Who needs you? Who needs you? You do, you imbecile. But you're a putt. You're a jackass. You're the one calling me. I'm the one getting paid for this. What's your excuse? Because I had to air my views. Yeah, your views. The only thing free and easy in your life is your wife. <laughs> I'm not married. Yeah, I wonder why. Yeah, I mean, you know so much, I imagine all the girls are clamoring for you. That, 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 now you got it. Yeah. There's so many... I'm gonna... I'm gonna... I'm gonna... Mm. I hate you. You are the worst listener I've got. You're the worst kind of listener. You're sitting there and evaluate me. Just listen to the show and listen to my growth. Don't evaluate every little dirty word and whether I've caved in. No, I'm not evaluating. You're a big jerk off is what you are. That's what you are. You're just like every jerk off I know who sits and bothers me. Like all my wife's dopey friends who ask me about my TV show. And, you know, do all the little irritating things. Who wants to think about that I've changed? And thanks for, you know, just thanks for being an idiot. You're just an idiot and you don't even see it. You're such an imbecile. You're like every imbecile I meet on the street. You're the worst kind because you think you're happening. No. I respect just regular dumb people who know they're idiots. I respect retarded people because at least they know they're retarded. Guys like you think you're bright. Think you know everything. You think I've changed. You think I you read the newspaper. You know everything. You're just a turd. You're just a turd who wants to get under my skin. Eat me. Okay, we're off to a good start. <laughs> Who needs drama? <laughs> do it right away. Remember a few weeks back when uh, Howard became infatuated with the idea of making phony phone calls to people? Well, here's how one of those went. As you know, it's time to play back a phony phone call. Yes, this is part of the Stern Means Business Contest. Yes. We're business. We're we're contest crazy here at K-Rock. <laughs> Giving away vacation packages to you people just for sending in business cards. Well, yesterday, we had a business card from a principal. Mm-hmm. School principal. And we decided to call him. And I acted as a father with a son with Tourette syndrome. Tourette syndrome is that uh, illness that gives you involuntary movements and makes you say, you know, like, releases your inhibition, so you say what you're thinking. Yeah, so Tourette syndrome is when people, like, just curse willy-nilly. <laughs> Uh, we were reading about this. It's like the kind of disease where you just be talking and all of a sudden you start screaming out obscenities. Yeah. This Tourette syndrome. So I play the father. We called the principal and the guy fell for it hook, line, and sinker. All right. And Freddie, of course, plays my son. Does Freddie, a very nice you job. This wouldn't work. See there? Yeah, Freddie goes, Oh, this will never work. work. This will never work. The principal will never buy it. This principal bought it hook, line, and sinker. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. And Freddie's yelling out all kinds of crap at him <laughs> and the principal's just taking it. <laughs> That's great. I can't wait to hear this. Uh, Freddie's yelling out, you suck. (laughs) Don't you tell me this crap. (laughs) And he's like screaming like a retard, and the guy's just buying the whole thing. Right. I thought when I called him a fart nose, that was going to (laughs) be This is real cool. Let's hear it. All right, here we go. Hello. Is this uh, Mr. Benford? It is. Mr. Benford, hi. Uh, Peter Jane's here. I had a particular problem, and I don't want to take too much of your time up, but my son is in uh, private school. Uh-huh. And we're thinking of transferring him uh-huh. into a uh, public school. Right. Uh, the school uh, psychologist where my son presently is 
Uh, my son has a problem with Tourette's. Are you familiar with it? No, uh-uh. With Tourette's syndrome. It's a, uh, I don't know if you've read about it. It's a, it's a, it's been getting a lot of attention in the press lately. Huh? My son is normal for all purposes, but uh, occasionally he utters out obscenities. Okay, I am familiar with it. Okay. Yeah. Right. Uh, he's done well in the private school. He's uh, We've given him medication. He's done well on drugs, but occasionally he does have outbreaks. Uh-huh. And I'd be interested in, um, I, I don't know, maybe your feelings, I guess, more so than anything. <laughs> it's, you know, it's... God, that's something I never even thought never come across. Huh? I know. Are any of the kids, that, I guess none of the kids in your school have parents? Uh-uh. Is he is he classified because of that or what? Or well, yes, he is. I uh, this the school feels that with the medication that he's on now, the new medication, he's he's. Hey, Robin, see at this point in the phone call, when he kept asking me if the kid is classified, uh-huh. I just kept saying, "Yeah, he is." Yeah. I don't know what that means. I don't know either. And he can hear at certain points in this phone call, I start to laugh. I mean, but I cover it up. But just okay. listen for it. Right. Okay, fight it with a new doctor that huh. there's been some success made with him. Huh. Harold, please. That's my son. Oh, okay. It's uh, it's a little embarrassing. He. Uh, Where are you he, calling from? I'm call. Well, right now, huh, don't even ask. I am calling from the doctor's office now, where he got the medication. I was talking with the doctor, and the doctor does have this under control. He says with the medication. Huh. That's right. In fact, I was going to put my, the doctor on with you. Uh, just to discuss the possibility to do it. I, I, uh, it kills me that he can't be with normal children. I don't see any reason why he can't. Eat it! Yeah. Oh, eat it! Ow. Please. I'm on the school. I'm on with the school now. Please. Are you classified or, or what? I tell you, this has been something, some kind of day for me. <laughs> I tell you, I, I feel like a jerk. Well, go uh, ahead. I'm listening to you. Yeah. Anyway. I'm sorry. You want to call me when you got a chance to talk or what? Yeah, it's just, uh, um, let me get my son out of the room for a minute. Please hold on. Hold on. How? Uh, How do I leave? Wait. I have the principal on. Hang up! I have the principal on now. Eat it! Please, don't say eat it. Eat it! Please, please, please. Mr. Uh, Benfer? Yes? Do you think you could speak with my son? Just tell him that there is some kind of hope for him, that he could eventually get into a normal school if he does behave himself. I, as a public school, you know, we'd have to deal with what, what you know, the problems that come in. Hopefully we would be able to deal with it. Can I ask you one favor? And please, uh, if you could just talk to him a second, and then um, uh, just give me your assessment of... of okay. Okay, thank you. Uh, his name is Harold. Come here. This is Mr. Benfer. And then you'll go in and see the doctor so I can talk to Mr. Benfer privately, all right? Okay. Mr. Benfer? Hi, how you doing? Uh, listen, you have, like, sh shop courses? We have industrial arts. What grade are you in? I'm in sucking egg. I mean, uh... Wait a second. Seventh. Don't say that. I'm in seventh grade. Seventh? Yeah. Yeah, we have shop for seventh grade. <laughs> and, like, I was really, you know, like, into, like... The electrical, do you have like an electrical? Eat a bone! Not at shop. Not at our level, no. Uh uh. uh what, when, can, when do you think. <laughs> you think that, uh, is it like you have to wait until you're like the. 
grade in order to do this? You have to wait. What we have is a Votech school where they have industrial training. Oh, you have a Votech. You fart nose! Don't tell me about a Votech school! All right, Harold, go in with the doctor. Go in with the doctor. Go ahead. You get Hello, Mr. Benford. Yeah. Why don't you give me your name? Oh, boy, I tell you. Do you see what kind of problem I have? And some days he's perfectly normal. The phone perfectly, number. Some days he's perfectly normal, Mr. Yeah, Benford. That's my point. Why don't you give me your name and the phone number, and, I, where I can, and then I'll talk to the... Do you uh, think I could come in and speak with you about this? Well, let me talk to the director of special ed. No, I don't want him interrupting these little bastards in your school. Why don't you give me your name? You know. If it, would it interrupt the little bastards? Give me your name. Okay. Hold on. My name is Peter Janes, G-E-N-S. What's your last name? Peter. No! Please, quiet down. No! Quiet down. I'm not a... Now you quiet down. It's a fart no! <sighs> Peter Janes. Yeah? Give me a phone number. Would this interrupt the little, uh, the little bastards in your uh, classroom? Give me your phone number. Okay. Uh, 212. We're in the Manhattan now at the uh, hospital. Huh? Better yet, uh, I'll tell you something. I'll be glad when this is all over. I'm going to take a long vacation. <laughs> When's the last time you had a vacation? Uh, years ago. Yeah. Hey, give me your phone number. Hey, would you like to go on a vacation? Yeah. You ever listen to that Howard Stern show? Sure do. You want a vacation? You sent us your business card? Yeah. This is... Yeah, well, if, Kath right. if Catherine is British, why does she smell like New England codfish? Oh! Hmm? Because she's been hot and sweaty. I mean, she's been traveling on the subway in New York. What do you expect? All right, all right. Ready to play for everyone. Let me play the pot song. This is Jackie when he was in his recording career. Oh, is this live? Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> they call it marijuana. This is his country Joe and the fish anthem thing. You know, hey, they had a hit with the marijuana thing. <laughs> pot don't make you older, and pot don't make you fat. It just makes you feel real friendly, and you know that's where it's at. A pro pot song. <laughs> we once had a party with friends from everywhere. All the crazies, old and young, you name them, they were there. Music, glass, and drinking moves, running all about. Making small talk, fighting, getting in, checking each other out. The nozzle and his orchestra and downstairs set up. We were chugging beers, I just kept filling up my cup. That's pretty much his life. I mean, you have to write songs about what you do. Yeah, and he's actually got the names of his friends in yeah, it. Yeah, chugging beer. yeah. Chugging beer. So they can all be arrested. Yeah. It was a song about a party. Yeah, chugging beer and smoking some pot. We had a huge party at a huge mansion <laughs> in the... In the uh, in and the Jackie wrote a room. song about it. <laughs> Indoor pool, ten kegs of beer, everybody naked, two bands. Super. They gave me a birthday cake with 27 joints on it. If it was a good party, you'd think they'd make a better song. Yeah, some party. I got a feeling the party was sort of filled with guys who dig this kind of music, like sort of country hillbilly yeah, music. it was the wildest party ever. Where'd you grow up, man, on Long Island? Where, where'd you get this country thing from? They're like the Beverly Hillbillies. Yeah. <laughs> we liked it up there. You go over Jackie's house, it's still like the Beverly Hillbillies. Well, that's just Latin Earl's Grub. Yeah. We spent six months in Albuquerque and we liked the music, so we brought it home. Super.
That was a great idea. Save it for the Rolling Stone interview. <laughs> something was missing, something seemed all wrong. We needed something else to get us off on that first song. Then we smoked the reefer and everybody changed. Got funnier and friendlier, our heads were rearranged. Everything got groovy and no one felt alone. And everybody thanked the gal who casted that first song. <laughs> We'll enjoy the music. That would have been a good place. The triumph. Come on, you guys. That's more like my uh, my normal hey, work, you know. Go. Nobody wants to hear you talk, just belch. Guys do belch better than women, don't they? I guess. <laughs> Holy mackerel. At some point. Well, there it is. Yes. Our uh, first guest tonight. <laughs> hey, Rocky. Why so down? You look bluer than Keith Richards after an overdose of 150 cc's of heroin. Bullwinkle, I'm horny. <laughs> I've been horny for years, Rocky. But then again, a moose is supposed to have horny. Hold on a second. No, limp schmuck. I was the worst Bullwinkle. I was going to say, I don't know who you sound like, but it's not Bullwinkle. I, was, I can't do Bullwinkle. Hey, hey rookie, rookie, watch me pull this out of my bag. Was that no. better? Hey, Rookie, watch me pull a rabbit out of my hat. Oh, oh yeah, you do it good. <laughs> Hey, Rocky, watch me pull a rabbit out of my hat. No. <laughs> Let me hear you do it, Fred. Hey, Rocky, watch me pull a rabbit out of my hat. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. But I he like couldn't that. do all the voices no. yesterday. All right, go ahead. This is funny hearing... I mean, I want companionship. I need to be serviced. I want to get stuck. <laughs> oh. Hold on, Rocky. I'm no fanny farmer, no colon comrade. I'm not that kind of moose. Not by you, Bullwinkle. A chick, a babe, a woman. Oh, I get it. want to go fly fishing for some female flounder. <laughs> exactly. But no woman seems to want to put their knees behind their ears, Bullwinkle. Well, I think you're the problem is that you sound like a homo with that high voice. A homo, Bullwinkle? Yeah, that stupid, annoying, high-pitched voice of yours turns babes off. <laughs> Even Wayne Newton is embarrassed by you. Well, what can I do, Bullwinkle? I got a Woody that won't quit. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> well, I think I see the solution walking down the street right now. I don't know where you are. Natasha. <laughs> Hello, Moose. Hello, Homo Squirrel. Wait a second. I'm not Homo. I'm no Homo. Hello, Bullwinkle. Hey, leave me alone. He's no fag. He just sounds like one. So you want a piece, Natasha, huh? For Moose, $20. For Squirrel, 100 bucks. 100 bucks? Come you charge me a C-note and Bullwinkle only $20. Because squirrels like to hike. Oh, I can't <laughs> what, what is it, Rocky? Oh, that's okay. I can't say it. Because squirrels... You say it, This is live. Say it. It's only a cartoon. He loves it. I got, I got three lines. Let's get to me, will you? I can't wait to find out what happens. Because like to hide their nuts in places. Difficult to get out. What you say, Boris? Bad enough moose leave antler marks on Natasha's thighs. I have to be pimp for squirrel tool? 120 bucks. Take it or leave it. Hey, hey, hey. Can I get on this? Good job. What are you doing here? I've never had a cartoon character before. Natasha, I'll kiss you in a place where you don't even wash. Oh, oh, sack me, my NFL stud. I can't wait to see your backfield in motion. Oh. Okie dokie. For football player Moose and Squirrel, $200 plus 50-yard line tickets to Super Bowl. <laughs> hey, guys, I I'm game, but I'm sure I'm cast. Can you help me out? Boomwinkle, I have got any money. The squirrels don't even have pockets. I don't either, Rock. I'll just put it on my credit card. Wait a second. Never heard of a moose having a credit card. You mean you never heard of mooster charge? <laughs> ah, there it is. The infamous Rocky and Bullwinkle show. That was great. But uh, here it is, the Karen Carpenter story. If you notice, we were kind to the mother in our story. We left her out of it. <laughs> I'm Richard Carpenter, and here is my sister's story. Well, not actually her life story, more the story of throw-up and barfing herself to death. It's the Karen Carpenter story. It's not easy to talk about a girl whose fingers smelled like rancid beef stew. At first, everything seemed fine. Come on, Karen, hurry up. Come on, out of the bathroom. Time is money. Uh, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll, be right, I'll be right there. Just hold on a second, I'll be right there. Come on, oh, big uh... recording session. <laughs> Come on, open up. Um, um, just let me collect my... Uh... <laughs> Karen, open up. Okay, I'll be right there. I smell a rat. Or is that regurgitated bananas, peas, pineapple, and pigs in a blanket? Come on, Karen, open up! Oh, hi, Richard. See, I'm okay. Sure. I resented the fact that everything smelled from the stench of Karen's stomach sludge. She was a musical genius, but even her music was starting to suffer. I'm prone to lose my lunch. I'll I'm even disgusting too. Unwashed drugs. Listen, Karen, your music, it's suffering. I know, I know. But what are you?
you complaining about? We have three platinum albums. Yes, but they're covered with vomit. Oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, I knew I had a problem. Oh, God. My sister was killing herself. Her musical career was almost over. So she got a job stopping trains with her breath. Just kidding. Actually, she went to the psychiatrist. Oh, doctor. Oh, please help me. Okay. Word association. Yes, I've heard of that word association. Mother. Do you mean that I'm anorexic? No. Everyone in your family is named Rao. Things went from bad to worse. At one time, we were radio's favorite number one recording artist. And now, we were in the toilet with half of Karen's lunch. This is it! Casey Kasem. We're coming up next, a song by an artist who died today. Yes, it was true. I'd received the news of Karen's death over the radio. Our next song is from a great girl whose fingers smelled like day-old Monterey Jack, the princess of pea soup projectilism, Karen Carpenter. Why does vomit suddenly appear every time writing a book about skinny shouldn't that be a cool mill so the next time you throw up think of Karen and if you think this was offensive wait till next week for the story of Gloria Vanderbilt's son now that's his story damn I wish he was my brother yeah we never did get around to that did we the Gloria Vanderbilt's uh, story no I refused because you see I was against being that's the number to call obviously I'm not gonna I'm not gonna dwell on this this is a, this is a, this is a known fact this is a known fact Robert Towerhead is an Arab Dothead is Indian Moulignon oh those are um, blacks right chink Chinese <laughs> bagel bender <laughs> Jews a bagel bender a bagel bender bagel bender, bagel bender. I said Jews that's right <laughs> Took his Tarzan. Oh, it would be the gay community, right? Okay, just checking to make sure he's on this show. Yeah, okay. Just making sure this is my producer. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
Rugface <laughs> is a... Rugface? Oh, that would be a lesbian. Right. Okay, there you go. <laughs> Took me a minute. Wow. I don't know what's with him. Robin, who? who? It, has he been away? He's been here. What is he, what is he monitoring the zoo or something? <laughs> <laughs> you know, we have our own buzzwords Your here, pal. Your education is slipping, Gary. Maybe we've been neglecting you. So, hey, Gary, give me that rug face on the phone. <laughs> you should know who that is. It means the gay task force. You know what I mean. The lesbian branch. The rug, fa the rug face. <laughs> the, oh, rug face. Uh, it, uh, mm, Arab? Did their turbans fall down over their face? It's just that the list has expanded so much over the years. <laughs> Tooth Tarzan. That would have to be someone from the gay community. No, it's you. No. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know anything, man. <laughs> You're a nut. <laughs> I wanted to watch Oprah yesterday. Do we have that? Fred does a... Fred does an impression that Dustin Hoffman's going to make you crack up. You ready really? to laugh? You ready to laugh? All right, give it to me. This I need is, a good laugh. This is Dustin Hoffman breaking down at the Academy Awards. Right. Go ahead. Thank you, Barry. <laughs> oh, boy. I think it could be a little bit better. Now. He does it even better. It's, it's He's be just warm. warming up. Thank you, Barry. <laughs> Do we have that on tape? It's just to thank I you, can, Barry? I'll have him isolate that. <laughs> <laughs> now, how did you do that, friend? Did you go home and practice that? No, what happened was we were, were writing a bit with that in, in uh -huh. the bit. <laughs> That's what we were doing on Friday. Uh-huh. And all of a sudden, for a, we were thinking of clips that we can use, and all of a sudden he goes, how about, uh, thank you, Barry? <laughs> Yeah, he did it out of the clear blue sky, and it was just real funny, and I said, you got to do that on the air. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Barry. Uh, whatever. Oh, excuse me. What? <laughs> Nothing. Thank you, Barry. <laughs> no. Where is You're doing the first one? Oh, okay. The Gay Choir. You guys have a All name? Right. No. Uh, yes, we do. Fruits of the Loom. Fruits of the Loom. All right, here we go. Fruits of the Loom. Yeah. One, two, a one, two, three, four. I'm dreaming of some light torture, some bruises just to make me moan. I'll take on Bob Chambers, the New York Rangers, or stay in Hedonus Bounds home. Yeah. I really need some light torture. Gag me and beat me, rape and maim. You can squeeze on my pecs, but no anal sex unless there's no fluid exchange. City sidewalks, guess who I stalk? Just a queen in leather. Add a whip and some pumps, I'm in heaven. City sidewalks, how do I talk? With a lisp and limp wrist. It's a cliche, but what can I say? <laughs> Masturbate. Masturbate. Humiliate. Humiliate. Gay, Gay sex, sex is fun in the city. <laughs> Howard Stern. Howard Stern. Is gonna learn. Is gonna learn. How great a tukis can be. <laughs> How great a tukis can be. <laughs> All right, we'll be back. We'll be back right after this with um, a huge 